genre. How's everybody in the clubhouse tonight? Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we get some fresh air a million laughs at a time. I'm Doug. Are you drunk? Now? I know it's New Year's Eve and all, but that it's new, huh? And I'm Jason. <laughs> and joining us all week long, we have Sean and Dave from the Groundhog Minute. Fellas? Oh, hello. Thanks for hey, having us. Hey, Doug. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Sean, you there? Yep. I'm, I'm here. Can you hear me? I, have, <clears throat> I, I don't... Something you went. You went a little robotic there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm definitely here, and I'm. Uh, I'm still excited. robotic. Oh, still robotic. Stop talking, Sean. God. Stop talking. Hold on. Hold on. Sean. <laughs> 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 Dave, did you hear that? <laughs> oh, you're sound normal though. Talk now. What the hell? All right, Dave, Dave broke into the bubbly a little All early right. tonight. I see. Oh, finally now I hear him. Oh, <laughs> it is New Year's Eve here on Rocky Minute. It looks like Dave started started a celebration early. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, fellas, for joining us. I don't know. You know, Sean. In real time, this is going to sound perfect because I'm going to get your local recording, which it has no problem, but our connection. <laughs> Somehow something happened and uh, you sounded like uh, you were talking underwater um, after a bomb exploded in your mouth. <laughs> so today, we're knocking out Minute 56, which begins with collecting and it ends with Rocky hmm. thinking. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to start this early this week. I want to go to the, the book, book real quick. Can your right New Year's resolution book. be not to read for the book anymore? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I cannot commit to that. That's for the New Year's. This is New Year's Eve. That's, yeah, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll turn over in the leaf. Uh, I hope so. Um, all right, so I'm not reading from the book just yet, but I'll refer to it. Because mm. last last week mm-hmm. we had that fighter that was in the ring that was harassing Rocky. Right. And in the book, remember I talked about the character Chink Weber? Yes. Who was supposed to be played by Chuck Weppner? Yes, Chink Weber. Chink Weber was the guy that was harassing Rocky in the ring. And then uh, Mickey threatens to throw out the next guy who gives Rocky any shit. So now here we are. You okay? Yep, just had to clear my throat a little bit. All right. I'm still sick. Uh, it's going on uh, six weeks of a cold now. I'm really <laughs> just I'm starting to think it's something more. <laughs> well, it's the winter. And that's kind of just how it goes. The boobons. You got the boobons. My, my, you know, my kid started school in September. And everybody told me that when the kids are school, they're always sick. You're always sick. Everybody's always sick. And that's true. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's been sick since he started going. And I have also been sick since he started going. Hmm. Get used to it. Can you close that closet door? There? At least it's not a stomach virus. It's just a cold. Oh, that's coming. I'm sure that'll be coming. <clears throat> I don't really start getting really nervous about stomach virus for some reason until after New Year's, which, which is tomorrow. So <laughs> Wednesday. Get ready. <laughs> 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 All right, back to Rocky. Yeah, we have uh, Mr. Gazzo. He wants Rocky to come back and work for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rocky's like, what, you know, what do you want me to do, collect again? Like, breaking thumbs again? And uh, I, I don't know what Rocky expects. Like, he's not going to go there and be a bookkeeper. 
can't even spell Del Rio. What else is he going to do for <laughs> Gazzo? I'm sure Gazzo has other jobs he could offer, but what about driver? What, if he's if he's so close to Rocky, have you seen of- him drive? <laughs> okay, good point. Never mind. But Gazzo doesn't he, know that. He can work down at the docks, get some fresh air. Yeah, it stinks in the gym. I agree. It probably does stink in there. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but what is the deal with the docks? Does Gazzo only lend to guys that work on the docks? To the only gamblers, I guess. Like, how many dock workers need a loan? First of all, there's probably a lot of dock workers. Not probably. There's a lot of dock workers, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if the best of the best of the cream of the crop of mankind works at the docks. Maybe maybe, maybe the Philly docks are, like, less patrolled. So, like, it's, he's yeah, got a little bit more point. leeway down there. Okay. Or maybe that's just where they all go to collect the money and give their money and place their bets. Because this is, there's no cell phones here. There's no internet. So there you have to have probably some place where you go meet up with the bookie to make your bets. And he, maybe he doesn't Yeah, because you're not going to go down the docks unless you've got a reason to be there. Right. Sucking cock or you're uh, placing bets. <laughs> the, only thing, the only things that happen to the docks. <laughs> not that I've been to the docks, but... Just, yeah, really. You know, so a, lot about, you know a lot about what goes on. You seem to be an expert on the docks, don't I? <laughs> Uh, but may- yeah, maybe it's like a central location yeah. where all the blue collar mm-hmm. um, betters and uh, loan loanees come to um, pay up, make their bets. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I like well, that. and 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 probably a place where you know Tony can ply his trade without the local authorities butting in. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that, that's that's my best assumption. What is, what is he essentially trying to get out of Rocky when he points to? The, the the old uh, uh, cardboard cutout of him. Like, what is... Like, he, 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 Rocky's like, yeah, exactly. I enjoy that more than working with you. Like, what what's your point? You know? Uh, like, is it, is Garza trying to say, like... Uh, or is he is he also pointing to the, the sign of the, the super battle? Because it's like... Is he trying to say, like, maybe if you work for me, like, I'll... I'll get you... I'll, I'll book you with something. Like, I'll book you a fight. If you really want to fight. Is that what it is? I always took it as... Uh, like when he says, remember that guy, and he points at the, the poster, Rocky poster. It was kind of like, like that guy was dignified. Now you're you're sweeping a floor. But dignified how, though? He was, that guy, had that picture, He did he fight already? I don't think he fought yet. No, it was probably before the fight. So dignified how? He was collecting money for the mob. Is that a- I don't think that, that has been up there since he got the championship shot. Rocky wasn't his, wasn't Mickey's prize. I I thought of it in, in two different ways. I thought, was he saying to him, remember that guy? Like, kind of like that guy would work for me and make money and, and you know, hmm. help me out and whatever. Or was he saying just because he, he looks a lot younger in the picture? You know, was he saying, look, look, remember that guy? Like, you know, he was young, he was tough, he was, you know, fighting. I don't know. I don't know what he meant. Or he could just mean, no, that was the only two options, really. <laughs> I just thought he was saying, like, Gazzle knows that Rocky deserves better than what he's doing now. But did that guy have better? I mean, he was the he fought Apollo Creed for the championship mm. title. Maybe he saw him as, like, less depressed, because now it's like Rocky post this the super battle fight. You know, he's kind of, like, now taking stock of what his life is. Mm. So he didn't know how good he had it. He gets this huge this opportunity to fight. He goes the rounds. And now it's like, oh, man, I really have nothing going on for me. I just got my girlfriend at the pet shop. And I got, and I got 
I got a gym that'll let me clean there, but I got nothing else going on. But yeah, like he took a step backwards in life. Yeah, hmm. like he, but, he had his shot, yeah. and he's not gonna get the shot. And, and we'll talk about later this week about when when Apollo starts opening his mouth. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it feels like he's like, well, I'm I'm back to this, and I'm not gonna get that chance again. But I think Rocky's interpretation of what Gonzo meant could be different. Like Gonzo could have meant one thing, and but Rocky, if somebody said it to me, and I was in Rocky's position, I would automatically take that as. Yeah, that guy had heart. He had fire. He was a fighter. He was tough. He he, you know, did what he had to do to you know get things done. And now I'm just here. I'm sweeping the ring, doing mm. nothing. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I took this as, uh, uh, and we'll we'll see this more uh, later in the week and later in the movie that there's there's people around Rock that, I th- to a certain extent, you know, they're they are. I think to a certain extent, they are honestly trying to do right by Rocky and protect him. But they're really thinking of themselves, especially, well, especially, you know, this guy, he's, you know, he wants Rocky to work for him. He doesn't really care, but they're, you know, even the people that do really care, they're overprotective or they're thinking what's, what's best for the Rocky in their life, not what's best for Rocky for, for Rocky's sake, you know, and and it, it may look like, Oh, you, you know, you had a shot at the title. You fought the champ. And and now you're sweeping, but still, I would I would think sweeping in the gym is closer to getting back in the fight game or getting another shot than working down at the docks. I mean, if he's yeah. not if he leaves the gym, then he's he's gone. There's no path from the docks to mm-hmm. to yeah. being a champ. You know, it's you know it may not it may not look dignified to be sweeping up the ring, but um, more you know, dignified than breaking thumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't. If, if, if some, you know, middle class, uh, not maybe not like yeah, maybe not like the super Apollo Creed level, but if some agent, some you know, some talent scout, somebody in a mid level, they would go to the gym and then they would find Rocky and then they could talk to Rocky about doing a fight. Maybe not a huge fight, but a fight, and then he might be interested in that fight. But if he's down at the docks, yeah, no one's gonna go down to the docks searching for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for some Italian guy down by the docks. Oh well, you know it's it's a million of them. Dime a dozen. <laughs> yeah, and like you're not, and and you, yeah, and like everyone's gonna be like, oh, I heard one thing. But yeah, if he's at least at that gym, yeah, he could he could get point. You know, he, he has a chance to actually get a, uh, something else going while right. yeah, right, while he's here. But this is a real big step back because this is the kind of thing. I mean, it's not unusual for a boxer to be working around the gym and and. Mm-hmm. You know, picking up towels and sweeping the ring and stuff, but that's kind of that's the new guy, the young guy, kind of earning their earning respect and, and working their way in. Should be doing that. Where Rocky's been around, right? Um, you know, he hasn't had a ton of big fights, but he had one. He had one really big fight. Like he should be past that part of his career. It should be there. Should be someone else that he's bossing around to. You know, get kind of the rookie hazing. Didn't Jay? Didn't you last week say why? Why didn't Mickey make him a trainer? Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't he training up in comers? Yeah. Unless, I don't know, maybe <clears throat> Mickey thinks he doesn't, like, like he could be a good fighter, but he doesn't know how to teach it. <laughs> Who knows? And which is which is funny, because, you know, we, the new Creed is out, and it's, 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 for us, it's a little too recent to actually know how how everyone's doing that sequel, both in the story and how the reception of the audience is to this. Um, but yeah, like I want, I'm, I'm very curious if, uh, Adonis would have any similar 
uh, or Rocky would have a, a similar storyline in that one, kind of like, you know, time is a flat circle and you're going to have your big fight and afterwards you're going to this, you're going to be in a rut because you don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll get into it and, and there's a lot of this in the later movies of the role Mick plays in this. And another guy, I think, you know, he thinks he's looking out for Rocky. He thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's overprotective. You know, yeah, so why, yeah, why isn't Rocky out there more? Why isn't, I'm sure there are people that would love, boxers that would love to say, I fought the guy that fought the champ. Right. You know, if they can't fight the champ or they're not that, you know, they're not, they're not getting their shot at the championship yet, but just on your way up to say, I fought the guy that, you know, the guy that went 15 rounds, the guy that he lost, but he went the distance. It just, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense that Rocky can't get a fight if he wants a fight. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Mick being overprotective. It's the people around Rocky not really giving him a fair shake of what Rocky wants. And so, he's... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he's not really good at expressing himself and putting his foot down. You know, you think, you know, he's a boxer. He used to work for the, this criminal element, breaking thumbs, or they wanted him to break thumbs. But he's really, you know, he's he's, he's outside of that the tough boxer exterior. He's really a a sensitive guy, and he has trouble voicing, you know, what he wants. I'm sure, you know, he wants to fight. He's a fighter. That's what he wants, and everyone's trying to protect him. You know, and it's. It's a dangerous game, and you know people who fight get hurt. But what else is he going to do? He's a fighter. But so, I was going to say, if he's going to risk blindness, it's not going to be for these little one-off fights. He wants he wants a big money fight. If he's going to risk going blind. But hold on a second here. Uh-oh. We've been talking like, why isn't Rocky a trainer? Why is he so disrespected around the gym? Why is that? He had one fight, and he got that fight by pure luck. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he's he's been he like came up and rose through the ranks as this great fighter and had all these championship fights and was a champion at one point and, and earned the respect of these people. So there might be some animosity to him in the gym because that could have been anybody who got that opportunity and, mm. and went went the the full rounds with Apollo Creed. Like there's people at the gym that are probably saying like if he gave it to me I could have done that too. Mm-hmm. So he may not like we're we're making him out to be more than he is at this point because we know Rocky, we know the movies, we know what happens and it kind of is set in our mind that he's a successful boxer. But at this point, he's not yet. He had one fight. And I and I was, <laughs> was going to say, like, we were saying, like, why doesn't he train somebody? And I was thinking about, like, famous one-hit wonder, like, songs and I <laughs> popped up a list, like, I'm too sexy. Like no one's calling right said Fred for singing lessons, you know, like, no, like he's, he's, he did one thing and, and he was, it, he, yeah, he did great and it was great, but they, they might not respect him just yet. That's a great yeah, point. That's actually that's really good. good. Point, yeah. I, I, that was like the good cold bucket of water of like realization that we're like you know we're thinking sequels and mm-hmm. spinoffs ahead, and you're like no in this part of the story, Rocky got. You're right. It was, how, yeah. How was it in the first film that he got picked? How was it exactly? Out of a book, Apollo Creed Jesus. was the guy he was supposed to fight broke his hand, so he uh-huh. he needed to have the fight because it was the bicentennial year and he wanted to be the biggest story ever. And he so, wanted a white guy. He wanted a white guy. He wanted an unknown. So he was looking through the Yeah, book. it was like one guy broke his hand. Another guy was like in Europe. Another guy gained a bunch of weight, you know, was out of shape. And it Th- was yeah, you know, short. Those were the contenders. Basically, <clears throat> he was there. Ba- ah. Basically, he was there. He was white. You know, he had. Uh, yeah, basically, that's it. A- Apollo wanted to set up 
yeah, him against the white guy, and he, you know he had a he had a you know the 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 agent or the promoter or whatever had a binder full of boxers, and they're like, yeah, this guy, he looks good enough that it'll be a show, but not too good that Apollo needs to really worry about it. You know what it was that got him, Dave? It was his nickname, the Italian Stallion. I don't. He saw the Italian yeah. Stallion. He said, "This is my guy." Hmm. Damn. Yeah, you're right. No, that everything makes sense now. Everything just kind of lines up. We're just like, yeah, it was pure luck. Just, just a. Uh, it was good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give that to Jay. I don't do that that often, but yeah, <laughs> he earned it. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, finished in the year on a high note, Jason. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Because all accounts go back to zero tomorrow, so. (laughs) (laughs) We better shut this show down right now, though, because at some point in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to come out of my mouth so awful. (laughs) I'll be back to the beginning. Worse than sucking. (laughs) Uh, This next part, I I really like it. It kind of caught me when um, we're showing it's they're zooming in on on the Rocky fathead on the wall and then. Mm. uh, but we hear Rocky sweeping. It's like we're hearing Rocky in his lowest moment, but we're seeing him at his peak, at his highest moment. You know, he's a big fat poster on a wall, but but we're hearing him sweep the damn ring. So uh, I want to go back real quick though before we move on um, to when 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 Gazo offers Rocky the job collected, and Rocky's like, I can't do that stuff no more. Like, what, what does he mean he can't do that stuff no more? Does he mean it because? He's got a wife and a kid coming, and he's trying to be a family man, and that's not very the most honest profession. Or is he is he kind of saying like you know I'm I'm above that now like I've I, I you know I'm too good for that now mm-hmm. like what do you think he means? I always thought he meant got- because of the family, yeah. but I hope ahead, so. Dave. No, no, I, I yeah I was gonna say the family too because it's like if he was a, just a single guy who's got no other commitments and like the cops pull him over with some with some money that he beat up a guy over. You know, they'll maybe they'll you know he might get in a little trouble and he, maybe he won't do a, a, any big jail time. But now it's just like, well, if they caught me, you know, roughing some guy up and, and on some on and, and you know, cops got me on some racketeering thing, <laughs> you know, I could go away yeah. for like a year or two, and then I, yeah, then I can't get I can't see Adrian. So I, I definitely think that's the obvious one. Now it's like before Adrian. Oh, what do you want? I'll go down. I'll, I'll talk to a guy. I'll you know, I'll bust his head open. I'll get some money. And I'll get my cut. And if I get pulled in, like whatever, like you know, I'll be out in like you know, I'll be out in a couple weeks. But now he's like, mm, you know, I got a little bit of a name now. People may recognize me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got a family now. I can't, I can't get caught. He's got a lot more to lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that I was thinking about the recognition part where before it was, you know, some you know some guy roughed me up. And, you know, mm-hmm. so he ends up in a lineup and, and maybe he gets picked and maybe he doesn't. But now it's, oh, Rocky Balboa, that guy that was on TV, had that big yep. fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the guy who roughed me up. He's going to you know, he's gonna kind of stick out if he if he shows up. A little tougher yeah. to hide. Yeah. Well, and also we'll see, um, I think it's next minute, we'll see some of the guys in the neighborhood kind of shout some words Rocky's way. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 kind of going back to what we were talking about in terms of where Rocky is in, in his career and in respect, that a lot of that enforcement is, um, is is intimidation, is fear, is perception. You look like, oh, this is a big guy. He's got lots of muscles and broad shoulders. I'm not going to mess with him when he says pay up. I'm going to pay up. Versus, 
oh, I know this guy. He lost the big fight. He's a loser. And I'm going to make him break my thumbs because I'm not going to pay up because I don't respect him. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. maybe, you know, if they didn't respect the person, but at least they respected the muscle before. And now they're like, yeah, he looks big, but he's a loser. He's a chump. So loser. what are you going to do about it? How are right. you going to make me pay? Like, so maybe he... And and we know he you know he'll he'll hurt people in the ring, but you know everyone is there voluntarily. They know what they're in for. He really doesn't want to break thumbs. He doesn't want to be you know roughing up people on the street that didn't ask for it. Right. He says um, I, I can't do that stuff no more. But I mean, was he ever really able to do it? We don't know. The one t- opportunity we saw, he let the guy off the hook. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, there is. I, Sorry. And, and also, ahead. and also, no, it's like. Somebody may, you know, he might he might hurt the wrong guy, and that guy turns around and name drops Adrian, you know, and now it's like, uh oh, now he somebody could come to hurt Adrian because you know, oh yeah, just for some uh, retribution down the line because of this mob boss and that mob guy and that who's money there, it's yeah, it's definitely something he doesn't want her to get involved in in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah wife and family—that's just uh, like tools that somebody can use against you. We have, uh, next to the Rocky poster is a fight poster. Now, we saw one last week where uh, these are actual fights that, um, this was from the year 1978. Apparently, there was, like, at the Spectrum and a place called the Blue Horizon and a forum, the forum. These were a bunch of big um, fight venues back then in Philadelphia, and, um... Last week, we saw one. It was from March of 1978, and uh, one of the fighters actually died uh, after, after his fight in that ring, and, and his name Ooh. was on, one of the, on the poster. But this one in particular says Franklin and Grant. There was that night, June 19th, 1978. Also, mind you, this is taking place in 76. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights went on that night at the Spectrum. Boxing used to be huge in Philadelphia. I wonder, it was a, around the country. Was it always? Was it that big at that time? Mm. Was it you know, live? So I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It was. I think it's bigger than it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel yeah, like yeah. the boxing heyday was like forties, fifties. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was as, as big as like the NFL or the NBA is today. It used to be really big. Uh, maybe it was kind of tailing off at this point in the seventies. Well, that the poster says a special fights, another big Matt attack. Uh, the one fighter's name was Matt Franklin, and he KO'd Dale Grant in the fifth. So there you have it. There you go. Big Matt attack. Big Matt attack. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't. You don't hear about any. I don't hear any fights in Philly. I think it's all just Atlantic City now. It's all. It's, all, it's either Madison or, or it's AC. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in our initial. You did say AC was <laughs> like when we place. first, yeah, uh, last year, one of the earlier episodes, we were talking about how the how boxing was popular in Philadelphia, and then when Atlantic City came out, it kind of took it over. That's right, and then Vegas. Now, now there are casinos in Pennsylvania area, but I don't know if they do they do fights because you have like Parks Casino, you have Sugar House, but I, I, best I can tell, I think they're just. They might just be casinos with small venues for comedy and music. Yeah, shows. I don't know if they do if they have an actual boxing um, sized arena. To be honest, man, I think like Las Vegas might have the WC contract, WBC oh. contract. Like I, I don't know if because when was the last time you heard about a fight at Madison Square Garden? 
Doesn't everything take place in Vegas now? Yeah, probably because the yeah. probably because the betting is a lot easier there. Yeah, it's probably easier to manage. Who knows? I mean, that's why that's why like the XFL championship happened in Vegas too. It's probably just so like McMahon could like make money back on, on on betting odds of whatever the whatever the damn thing was. Oh man, that was that was a disaster. <laughs> that was right. The XFL. Let's go to the pet store, everybody. All right. Let's look at the pets. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pet some rabbits. Now, did you already have any notes about the door? I didn't have any notes about the door. What do you got? You got um, the door? Well, the, no, just the notes, just like like you know the yeah the old storefronts and just how the glass door like I I see I still see that sometimes in, in, in Philly and Camden how like some of the old storefronts yeah the glass all goes down that far and I feel like now you would have a storm door or you have a some kind of kick plate in front just so no one accidentally knees the the pane oh, the glass. glass yeah <laughs> shatter that thing yeah I just feel like you run into that door too quickly your knees is gonna go pop. <laughs> And uh, and that's all it is. It's just one little one little bolt. I don't I, even the doorknob doesn't look that advanced. It's just like the one little latch. That, I bet that door is solid as hell though. The the wood part it's probably solid yeah. wood. Something that might be a heavy door. It's a shame because there's a there's a whole piece of glass you can get there if you really want yeah. to get, in. If you really <laughs> want to get there. Fence, <laughs> it doesn't matter how there's a whole, there's a whole there's also a whole storefront of glass you can walk through. Too. <laughs> the whole storefront you can do. So wait, so I didn't realize this till just now, but her pet store is literally across the street from Mickey's gym. Yeah, mm-hmm. directly across the street. Oh wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's true. If he was a block off or two. No, he used to go right from the gym and harass her at the pet store <laughs> in his in the courting phase. Yo, it's a walk. Yeah, I I just noticed that that this minute because I obviously we saw him the last movie we've seen him hang out at the pet store before, but. Yeah, that realization that how close it was. We just see it now. Yeah, right there. Yeah, mixed gym. I uh, I tried to get some information on these um, these rabbit pellets that she's pouring <laughs> <laughs> because when um, when Rocky grabs the the bag, there's like a neat little uh, logo on the bag with like a shamrock and um, and the rabbits. Or is that next minute? It might be next minute. But um, no, like yeah, like second. 57, right at the very end, 58. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Shamrock is like lucky rabbit. Farmer, looks like farmer's rabbit pellets, yeah. It's it's actually Faramel. Oh. And every goddamn thing I looked up said, do you mean caramel? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> caramel sounds delicious. <laughs> caramel rabbit pellets? <laughs> caramel rabbit pellets. Uh, caramel anything. The only thing I could find is it It was a, uh, a Pennsylvania-based um, like rabbit food or pet food company um, based out of Reading, PA. That's it. That's all I could find. I couldn't find that logo. It's a neat little logo. The roses on the bottom and like the heart right yeah. above the shamrock. A couple of rabbits. Support your local farm. Uh, your your farmer's uh, rabbit. Yeah. Okay, support. Caramel rabbit pellets. A Rocky's entrance. He's, you know, he's putting on his everything is sunshine and rainbows act. It comes in. Yo, how's everybody in the clubhouse doing tonight? <laughs> she asked him how his day was a million laughs when a million laughs you know, I would uh, argue that he didn't have a single laugh yeah but he doesn't want her to worry you know. I, I, I like this line about rest rest your stomach <laughs> just the stomach <laughs> yeah well like he thinks she's just got you know 
she ate too much or she hurt she's got an upset stomach or something like no she's 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 pregnant yeah like, there's a lot going on there it's not really the stomach but just the way yeah. he says you don't want you you know come home rest your stomach yeah, you mean that, our that's, child that's his, that's his sweetness you know that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's, so, yeah so it's so simple sweet. and and dumb yeah he's still got the the dog collar bracelet oh yeah there. for now but he's, you know, still a gentleman, though. He asks her if she needs help, and he grabs that... What, what do you think that bag is? About 20 pounds? 20-pound um, bag of dog food? I mean, uh, rabbit, rabbit food. food. Rabbit food. Could be could be like 40. Whoa. 30, maybe? It's a big bag. Yeah. Hopefully it was, yeah. Hopefully it was like a quarter or a half filled. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not it's not full when we see her, but yeah, when it's full, that could be, yeah, 40-pound bag. A lot of stress for a pregnant lady. She shouldn't be lifting that. Nope. Yeah. Do we know... Yeah, who else works at the pet store? Gloria. Okay. I think Gloria owns owns the pet store, because she asked yeah. Rocky if he wanted to buy in when uh when he got his riches from his fight. You know, we, we've seen a lot of the pet store in the first one, mm-hmm. and we see some pet store here. You know what there's never in the pet store? Animals? Customers. There's oh, never any shopping in the pet store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Rocky bought those turtles, you know. So. He's That's, the only one. He's a customer. He bought the... <laughs> The collar for Buckus and the collar he put on his wrist. He stole the uh, the the turtle food from last movie. All right, Thief. So uh, he's I hope he paid it back. It, actually, I, I, I'm, you might you might have already talked about this in the first film, but I was kind of thinking like you know when this this mo- the original film was written, you know the pet store. If for some reason he wasn't going to put Adrian in the pet store, I still think he would have wrote Rocky would have stopped by the pet store and said hi to. Whoever was in it, like, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good way to humanize a character. Like, oh, he's a boxer and he's an enforcer. Oh, this guy sounds like a real creep. And then you go, no, he actually has a love of animals. You go, oh shit, I guess this guy's got a heart of gold. Yeah, you know, yeah. even if he was, even if Adrian wasn't there, if she worked a newsstand or she, you know, he met her outside anywhere in a grocery shopping. Um, I still think he, they would have had a scene where he would have walked in and maybe some guy named Chuck was running the pet store. He was like, hey, Chuck, and then he would have started. Playing with the pets and they and he was like, "Hey, Rocky, guy, any good fights?" and et cetera, et cetera. These are deleted scenes. These are alternate. <laughs> These are alternate takes. No, they uh, they definitely illustrate him as a good guy because of scenes like that, like him, you know, not just going to the pet store to see Adrian. He does interact with the animals, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you're right. It's a nice way to to humanize like an otherwise tough and you know rough around the edges character. Isn't like, I think it's like a trope. It's called like pet the dog. It's like a, a trope in screenwriting where it's like you have the char- main character pet a, a, an animal at some point, which is like shorthand for they're not a sociopath. See, they pet a dog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. They're not going to cut that lady in half because look, they're petting a dog. <laughs> then they throw you the curveball and they cut the lady in half. Oh my god! I can't <laughs> believe he did that. What a monster! Feed her to the dog. Yeah. Oh no! It's so bad. <laughs> Well, luckily, we got much more murder going on uh, tomorrow. <laughs> why don't uh, why don't you guys you know, do your plugs? Talk about Groundhog Day and your individual projects. One at a time, please. Yeah, please take it away, Dave. Uh, sure. Well, yeah, Sean and I we wrapped up uh, we wrapped up Groundhog Minute, uh, and but and we may work on a project in the future. But you know, we're all being busy right now. Sean he just finished. Uh, he's doing planes, trains, and automobiles uh, with his brother. Uh, he's going to be doing Scrooge soon. Uh, I'm still working on Five Minutes of Mystery, talking about Mystery Men. 
Um, loving that, and uh, yeah, we have some some ideas, some plans set for 2019, but n- nothing yet, nothing yet for the new year. Okay, all right, we'll have to stand by and wait, wait for the announcements. Yeah, that that kind of covers it. You can, yeah, just uh, if you head to groundhogminute.com, obviously that has Groundhog Minute, but then uh, yeah, it's also got my holiday shows, uh, the planes, trains, and automobiles for Thanksgiving, and then Scrooged. Uh, for Christmas, and you can go back to the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation that we did uh, we did last year for Christmas. So that's all at, at GroundhogMinute.com. Nice. Um, we're Rocky Minute everywhere uh, on your social media platforms. Our uh, listeners group on Facebook is Mighty Mix. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have an email, RockyMinute at gmail.com, uh, or you can just Google Rocky Minute and you know, you'll have access to all that stuff. Uh, DuelingGenre.com is our uh, host website. Sure is. Yeah, sure is. And uh, swing over by MoviesByMinutes.com and check out the uh, complete list of all the movies that got this treatment. It's a lot. And, uh, you know, tip our hats to the granddaddies of the format, uh, Pete and Alex of Star Wars Minute. They, uh, they're they uh, full swing into The Force Awakens. On episode seven, they did six full movies, Jay. Six. Oh, good for them. And uh, stop back tomorrow where you'll hear us in 2019 with Sean and Dave on a brand new episode of Rocky Minute. What are we waiting for? Take this! There it goes. Just count the ball down now. Look, there it is. Ten, ten, nine, nine eight, 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 seven, seven six, six, five, four, three, three two, 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 one. Happy, Happy New Year! Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 1977, everyone.